As I talk to you today, I'm feeling even more optimistic and excited and energized about my life and about the future and about the world than usual. And the reason is because I just got back from my annual yearly review. Now you might be wondering, what the heck is a yearly review and how is this relevant to my life? So in today's video, I'm gonna talk about my yearly review process. I'm gonna show you exactly how to do one for yourself. And I'm gonna talk about how this can help you achieve your goals, such as overcoming retroactive jealousy, overcoming obsessive jealousy in the new year. My name is Zachary Stockhill from retroactivejealousy.com. And since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world, every corner of the planet, overcome retroactive jealousy, overcome obsessive jealousy, and save their relationships. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, or you'd like more information about my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. All right, so a yearly review. Some of you watching this video will have probably heard this term before or been familiar with this idea before. It's not a new idea. It certainly isn't my idea. In fact, I'm basing a lot of the content in this video on my own process, which I borrowed in large part from one of uh, my mentors, really, a guy called Caleb Jones, who writes a lot about productivity, business, time management, that kind of thing. I've gotten a lot of really valuable information from him. But I'm also throwing in a couple other ideas uh, from other sources as well. Again, the idea of the yearly review is certainly not new, and there's a lot of different ideas out there about how to conduct a yearly review. So in a nutshell, the idea is you go away somewhere out of your usual, shall we say, your everyday zone. So for example, you want to get out of your apartment to do this. You want to get out of your home. You want to get out of your little circle that you're used to spending most of your time in. Don't do this at your local coffee shop that you spend you know, five days a week at, whatever the case may be. Go somewhere, hopefully not far away, but far enough away from your usual zone so you can think a little more clearly, so you can get new ideas, and so you can sort of look back on your life with a bit more perspective and a bit more distance, shall we say. So everyone can do this differently. Obviously, depending on you and your needs and your situation in life, it's probably gonna be slightly different, but for me, this involved this year as it did last year, going away about a 45 minute drive away, not very far, going to a hotel for a few days, and basically isolating myself from the world for a few days. I told my girlfriend, please don't contact me unless it's an emergency. I told my friends, you know, I'm not available for the next few days. I blocked off my coaching calendar. I was unavailable for coaching for three days. I made sure I blocked off those days, you know, months ago when I originally booked this hotel. But the basic idea is get away from your friends, get away from your family, get away from your spouse, somewhere quiet where you don't usually go, where you don't spend a lot of time, somewhere where you can think and reflect. When you get yourself to this place where there's no distractions, there's no family, there's no friends calling on you, there's no people calling you, hopefully you have a, a clear work schedule. When you get yourself to this place, it's time to ask yourself a few questions, a few crucial questions about the past year, as well as looking at the year ahead. By the way, the time of year that you do this, you know, everyone's different. Um, I usually do this in December, but some people wanna do this in the first week or two of January. Personally, I think it's better to do this sooner rather than later because I want to hit January running. I want to hit the ground running. But I think it's a good idea to do this toward the end of the year, shall we say. And the first part of your yearly review can simply be, what went right this year? What did I do well in the past 12 months as it relates perhaps to my career, to my family, to my relationship, to my fitness goals, to my diet goals? Everyone has different goals. We're focusing on different areas of our life, depending on where we're at, depending on our particular goals or, or challenges in each particular moment. But the basic idea is to look back 
and think about what went well. If you set goals the year previously, look back on those goals, you know, pull out that note or whatever, and ask yourself, did I accomplish certain goals? If I didn't hit certain goals, did I at least make progress on them? Don't beat yourself up for not reaching your goals necessarily. As long as you made progress, I think, give yourself a pat on the back. By the way, this is probably the most fun part of this exercise, this next part. The next part is giving yourself a pat on the back, essentially looking back on what you accomplished in the past year. Look at all the things you got done. You know, you can write them in a list. I did uh, this just, just a couple days ago, as I was saying, I wrote down, you know, the book that I wrote and the meditation series that I put out and like, I think a hundred YouTube videos and hundreds of coaching calls. And I literally wrote out all these things and I took a moment in my own little way to give myself a pat on the back to realize that, you know what, I accomplished a lot in 2021 and I should feel good about that. And you should feel good about yourself if you accomplish certain tasks over the past year that are important to you, that matter to you. I find that we often don't give ourselves the credit we deserve as human beings. You know, we, we don't want to seem like we're bragging or we don't want to seem arrogant or whatever, but I don't think there's anything wrong with having that moment for yourself, looking back on your past accomplishments and taking a minute to kind of celebrate them in a certain sense. After you do that, this next part is not as fun, <laughs> but it's absolutely essential, I think. You look back in the past year and you can ask yourself, what went wrong? Where did I fall short? Where did I fail to live up to my own expectations? And for me, there were certainly areas in my life where I didn't live up to my own expectations over the past year. Uh, number one, weight gain, <laughs> which has been a struggle for me through my whole life. Now, some of that is muscle. I think I've been lifting a lot this year and I feel good about that, but my diet got a little sloppy. You know, one glass of wine at night turned into two, turned into sometimes three extra calories. I won't bore you with the details. But the point is you look back on the past year, the past 12 months with a clear eye, you can kind of be your own coach in this regard, look back and say, where did I fall short? Not of the world's expectations, not of anyone else's expectations, my own expectations. If you're a retroactive jealousy sufferer, you can look back in the past year and think where you made progress and crucially where you slipped up, where you made mistakes, what you can do better the next year. On that note, the next part of this exercise, and again, this is just a rough outline. You can take what works and you can disregard what doesn't, but I think this is a pretty good outline, frankly. But the next part of this can be, in the next 12 months, what do I want to accomplish? What are my yearly goals for the new year? And as my friend Caleb Jones says, don't give yourself an impossible task. Don't give yourself 10, 15, 20 yearly goals. Personally, I have three big goals for the new year. They're challenging goals. They're probably gonna take most, if not all of the next year, but I think it's a good idea to focus on three. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Push yourself, but don't be unrealistic. Now, this is just an example. It depends on you, your unique goals, your unique challenges for the new year, your unique priorities. But for me, my annual goals, I'm not gonna be specific, but I'll tell you, I have one sort of creativity slash productivity goal, certain things that I need and want to get done for the new year. Uh, my number two goal is a fitness goal, physical fitness, plain and simple. Uh, you'll probably be able to see <laughs> if you keep watching these videos, whether or not I hit that goal, but uh, that's my plan uh, and I have a plan how to get there. And finally, I have kind of like a, you can call it a more abstract, slightly more abstract personal development goal. Just some different shifts in my thinking that I want to adopt and, and sort of cultivate over the next 12 months. But my goals shouldn't be your goals. You can ask yourself, what is important to you over the next 12 months? Where do you want to be a year from now? On that note, the next part of this exercise 
is trying to imagine how it would actually feel in your bones, emotionally, in your body, in your brain, in your soul, if you accomplished these goals in the new year. It's not enough to merely say, oh, it'd be great if I did X. Or for example, oh, it'd be great if I completely you know, overcame retroactive jealousy. That's not good enough. Ask yourself, how would that actually feel? How would I hold myself up in the world slightly differently if this wasn't an issue for me anymore? If I was totally beyond all this nonsense in my head, if I was totally at peace with my partner's past. This is just an example, but the point is to really try to get a full body picture and a comprehensive picture of how that would actually feel emotionally to accomplish these goals. Using images can be great for this. So I've talked in the past on this channel about creating a vision board, vision board in quotation marks, on your phone, filled with images of anything you want that inspire you, that motivate you. And in this particular case, images that are associated, even if it's an abstract association, in some way associated with the accomplishment of your goals. If you use an, uh, an iPhone, I'm sure many Android phones do this as well, if you put a bunch of pictures in a folder, it'll actually create a slideshow for you with music and it's very nice cuts and, and zoom ins and it's great. So use technology to your advantage. This kind of thing, relying on images can be really helpful. Finally, think about, okay, how are you actually going to reach that destination? It's not merely enough to come up with goals and to get excited about accomplishing your goals. You have to put together a roadmap. And if you don't have a roadmap, you can put together a plan for how you're going to find a roadmap, you know? This all depends on your goals. It's tough to give a general example to this kind of thing. But for example, for my fitness goal, pretty straightforward. Eat more of this, <laughs> don't eat that, cut down on the wine, go to the gym more, do more cardio, even though you hate it, Zach. <laughs> this is my own sort of roadmap for my fitness goal. This is just one example. The point is you're not gonna reach your destination without a map. So find a map for your goals, get specific as you can about how you're actually going to follow that map to your goals and get excited about the new year. You know, I posted a poll on the, the YouTube community feed recently about, hey, are you guys setting new year's goals? And a lot of you thought I was absolutely insane because <laughs> I posted this back in November and people are saying, God, it's only November. This guy's already thinking about new year's, but I love new year's. It's my favorite holiday by far. I love the spirit of renewal and you can, raise a glass and everyone's excited about, you know, a new year and a new trip around the sun. And it's a great holiday and it's a great opportunity, a really great opportunity to pause and reflect and envision a better future. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.